In this episode of Oxal FM, we give our hot take on Animal Crossing New Horizons, probably the most perfectly timed Animal Crossing game ever. Hello and welcome to another episode of Octal FM. I'm Gelada. And I'm Saffron. And today, coming to you from our uh, respective socially isolated bunkers, um, we <laughs> are good. discussing possibly the, the most perfectly timed release of a game ever, which is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't want to start a conspiracy theory channel here, <laughs> but Nintendo... They pushed this game's release back by six months, basically to timed perfectly with the current global pandemic of COVID nineteen, right? Yeah. So yeah. No, I don't. I want to preface: we're not making light of the situation. No. Obviously, it is really serious, but it's a perfect game for the times when we can't go out and we can't live an otherwise normal life, right? Absolutely. So it's like really Nintendo. You sure you didn't plan this? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I imagine I will be very interested to see the sales figures compared to previous Animal Crossing games or yeah. indeed any other game. It's <laughs> got to be high. Moment. Like it outsold Doom Eternal by like tenfold or something. Yeah, and like you can't buy a Switch anywhere and yeah, it's it feels like every time I go on my Switch, um it's like pretty much all of your friends are online and yeah. they're all playing Animal Crossing <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's just the perfect game for it. And Animal Crossing, we might as well dive straight into it. Animal mm. Crossing has always been one of those games where you can sort of just relax too and play for an hour or two every, so, every day or so, you know. But the Switch just makes that so much easier to do because already for me, and the game's only been out a week by the time of the recording of this episode, like, it's so easy for me to just sit on the couch and just pick my Switch up out of the dock. So I don't have to turn the TV on if I don't want to. I can just quickly pick it up, run around and gather the fossils, put it back down if I want to. It's so much simpler and easier than ever before, really. I mean, I guess you could argue that things like the 3DS versions, like uh, New Leaf, had a similar sort of vibe to them. But even then, I don't feel it was that quick by mm. comparison either. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think that it is perfectly suited to the Switch. And... If you don't know what Animal Crossing is, which would be surprising, but not everyone does, it's like it's a life sim, right? Yeah. In in the purest and gentlest of forms. Um, nothing bad ever happens apart from maybe getting stung by a bee or a wasp, mm-hmm. sorry. But you have a in this one you have a deserted island and you I mean that's like the only difference. Otherwise it's the same as all the others. Like you have little animal villages that arrive you decorate your house you chop trees down you water flowers (laughs) it's funny it's such a weird game to describe like when you describe what it is it's like it's not really anything (laughs) like it's it it's just it's a it's a mortgage really well (laughs) i was describing the game kind of how you were doing just then to my partner laura and she was like that sounds really boring yeah. Like why Why do you want to play it? Because she equates, equates playing games to like exciting and action and, you know. Right. And that's not to say that she doesn't understand that games can be lots of other things, but that's what she equates gaming to, especially me playing games to, you know. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 give it a try. So, I, you know, I got to make a character on the Switch and everything. And then like two hours later, she's still playing and she's hooked. Mm. Like it just 
it really just gets you. It's really relaxing. The music's nice. The the graphics are very pretty. You know, it's all very easy on the eyes, very rounded. It, it's just a really nice, relaxing thing to do. Like, it's not necessarily playing a game. It's playing Animal Crossing. And, I mean, we talked about this, actually, right, in episode eight, all the way back uh, when we talked about Stardew Valley mm. um, and, like, about that kind of, like, the reward loop, right, and, and the compulsion loop. And Animal Crossing really, I think you can basically describe it as like a reward loop in a game, like yeah. in, its, in, a, in its simplest form, because that is what it is. You know, you check it every day. It's kind of interesting as well, because when you think about a lot of like modern free to play games or games heavy on microtransactions and things like that, they have lots of ways to like encourage you to play it every day, like play every day for a reward and all of that kind of thing. Hmm. And it's like Animal Crossing has been doing that for a long time. But the thing is, is that Animal Crossing isn't, it's not that it's trying to get you sort of compulsively playing it. It just makes use of that in a in a way that doesn't feel yeah. sleazy and like feels positive kind of thing. I think it's almost, it definitely has good intentions to it because at least from the original games, and that's just carried forward to all the other games in the series, because it just encourages you to not binge play the game. Like, mm. it would rather you play an hour each day than play it for an eight-hour session one day. Right. And it does that intentionally within the game design, too, of, like, having only so many things you can do each day that would net you so much profit, for example, if that's what you're going for. Mm. And certain things only reset once a day and stuff like that. So the game just encourages you to come back and keep playing it for long periods of time. And that's just how the game's been designed to unfold as well. And they've done more of that in this one than any other previous game as well like they've really started you off slow with kind of slow. limited access to a lot of the features within the game and then slowly as you play more and more of it each day you get access to more features so it's gonna keep you for longer as a result as well and then mm. basically train you to make it into a habit <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's actually a good point like it doesn't want you to play it loads particularly like i mean you can but it's not like continuing to reward you like you can actually get a lot out of it by just playing it a little bit every day yeah like the, the most obvious way they've done that is with the the nook miles plus program mm. where you get you basically have dailies right and it's like chop down a tree or catch five fish and things like that but the first five daily tasks you have give you double points yeah and then after that you still have more tasks that will constantly kind of like rotate into you always mm. or something you can do but they don't give you the double points anymore so once yeah. you've done those it's you're less incentivized to just keep grinding yeah exactly exactly but yeah so it's been out for at the time of recording it's been out what a week about a week yeah just a, just over a week We've both been playing it, unsurprisingly, like everyone else stuck in their homes who has a Switch. What do you, where do you think New Horizons fits in with the, with all the other Animal Crossing games? I'm a little bit biased because I've only really fully played two Animal Crossing games before this, the original one and New Leaf. They were the two that I actually played like most, a lot of. I touched on City Folk very briefly. So I'm a little bit biased, but so far I'd probably argue it's the best one 
just because of how polished everything is. It's got that Nintendo polish, but not just in terms of the way it looks, but also just the way it feels and everything's just very smooth and, and fluid. They've really worked out some of the kind of kinks that it had, especially hardware-related things as well. Like, no longer do you need to worry about, like, resetting, for example, because there's now an autosave feature. So you can kind of just put it down whenever you want to as well. Because in Animal Crossing, like, picking it up wasn't too much the problem, but it was also putting it down to save was like, you know... I know it sounds like nothing, but 30 seconds to kind of go back to your house and save the day and then turn it off was... You just couldn't be bothered sometimes, you know? Mm. Whereas now you literally can just put your Switch into sleep mode and it doesn't penalise you in the slightest. You just kind of carry on playing. Which I really respect because it makes it so much more of a pick-up-and-play game and put-back-down game if you wanted to. Yeah, agreed. I think that... So I've played the original... I have played Wild Worlds and New Leaf... I played a bit of Pocket Camp as well, the mobile game, um, which I guess is the other one that we didn't mention. Hmm. I didn't play any Let's Go to the City or City Folk, if you're in the States. Tony played it, though, so I did see some of it. And yeah, I think I'm trying to sort of think back to which is my... It's interesting because Animal Crossing, it sort of depends on what was going... Like, because it fits into your life in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, It really depends on, like, what you were doing when when you played it like i remember i definitely remember playing the gamecube one i remember the fact that it like needed a whole memory card yeah (laughs) to save so it came with a memory card and a little sticker and so i definitely i remember playing that one a lot and i played wild world a lot with tony because that was when i was at university yeah that was one of your ways in which you interacted long Mm. distance so i remember i remember wild world a lot and playing that a lot um new leaf less so because like i enjoyed new leaf but thinking about it it's probably i think it's the one that i put the least time into right because i think the problem like i do like animal crossing games and i'm really enjoying new horizons i would like it's similar to pokemon in that i would like to see them break new ground a little bit more yeah for sure in each generation more than they do Hmm. because you they're they're so similar it's that it's that thing you know when you play there's a there's type certain types of games that you play where you play you're going through and, you're like, and you and you're also but you're like this looks exactly the same as the previous game yeah. and obviously it doesn't but if but you're like rose tinted glasses you, yeah, you yeah, think yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, exactly yeah, the same and animal crossing is definitely one of those like i'm looking at it and i'm like this looks the same as new leaf and new leaf looks the same as wild world and yes. obviously it doesn't wild world looked horrendous <laughs> like if you look at yeah it's look at so so low poly it's ridiculous like, it's actually crazy when you think about it that they even got an animal crossing game on the ds yeah the like, original ds yeah like that's a lot that's a lot of game and that's the thing is like actually early days of animal crossing like n64 gamecube ds it was kind of like there was actually like a technical achievement there. Yeah, in the sense that like there's, there's so much content crammed yeah. into one small disc or one small cartridge. Like I remember that being a big thing about the GameCube one. It's like wow, there's like all of this stuff. There's events. There's like this whole village going on. And there's like, hundreds of villages that could be there, yeah. and all of them have their own individual dialogue and ways of talking. And yeah, there's so much content crammed in. And I guess it's like it's like Animal Crossing isn't necessarily changing in depth that much like obviously it is they're adding new bits and pieces here and there and you can terraform islands and stuff like that now but it sort of makes the game feel like it's getting smaller Mm. even though it isn't it's just that it's not as 
impressive as it used to be. It's not as impressive as it used to be. And that doesn't take away from the enjoyment of sort of me taking a step back and looking at Animal Crossing as a whole yeah. rather than on an individual game level where I think they all shine because they're all good. Like, they're all consistently good games. Yes, None so of them there's bad. been a single bad main series Animal Crossing game no. yet. No, I mean, even I feel like City Folk probably is the one that sold the worst, but yes. that's just a product of it's just not really suited to the like Tony and I talked about it and it's like it just wasn't suited to like the Wii. It didn't feel like it was suited to being no, on the Wii no. because it's just like, well, I think it, Animal Crossing had ceased to be a home console game at that point. Yeah, and know? it was shoehorned onto a console that wasn't really designed for that style of play. Because it was just the console that everyone had, so they want to try and get more of their IPs on it, which I understand. Yeah. But yeah, as a result of it, it probably wasn't the strongest entry in the series, but it was still good. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think New Horizons definitely up there is probably the best one, really. Mm-hmm. And although it hasn't broke a lot of ground in terms of new ideas and breaking away from the traditionally norm, it has done some steps towards that yeah like for example having the island rather than it being a village is nice having it be unfolding i know i keep using that term but it just seems to fit like an unfolding game so at first you only have access to your tent and a couple of basic tools but by the end of the game which neither is are at yet that you're going to have access to like you say terraforming tools and you're going to be able to build lots of different things whenever you want to sort of taking some elements of the previous games like new leaf's ability to build like town public works or whatever they were called yeah but you being able to do them whenever you want and basically place them wherever you want as well mm. you have a lot more control over the kind of like the layout of your island one of the things i was going to be critical on was the crafting side of things i remember when we talked about it during the, the direct a couple mm. of weeks ago i was gonna i was a bit critical of it but i kind of like it to some extent again because it slows things down and makes yes, things feel more I agree. rewarding to kind of make your own stuff and the tool durability is a little bit lacking, but it's also not the end of the world either. It just makes it feel more like Minecraft, which is not a bad thing because Minecraft's a great game. Mm. So I, I think that they've managed to pace the game so well to make it so that you don't get burnt out on Animal Crossing quickly like you would have done in previous entries. So I think it's, as a result, it's probably one of the strongest entries so far just because I think people will be playing it for the longest of all of them. Yeah, agreed. I think that you sort of can feel the video game psychology, right? And then sort mm. of thinking about how do we change the, yeah, like you say, like the progress of the game by slowing things down. And and it did initially feel like crafting was shoehorned in because it's like everything has to have crafting now. Um, everything has to be Minecraft now. But actually, you're right. I, I don't, I feel like it works pretty well. It's sort of, yeah, it's not even that annoying really when tools break and they don't really break that often. And like crafting furniture and stuff i think is i prefer that because i feel like it makes it easier in a way to kind of or makes you want to plan it more and makes you want to sort of plan out what you're going to build and put in your house rather than just buying furniture and chucking it in you sort of you don't have that kind of attachment to the to what the furniture that you've got if you're just putting all this you're just buying everything yeah for Um, sure if you make it yourself you plan and build what you actually want and not just what happens to be in the shop that day even though that still is there like i still end up buying basically everything in the shop and selling it just to add it to the catalog if i want to again in future yeah but 
you can then the fact that you can then make your own furniture of which it's all quite varied you can make as well and the game seems to be quite liberal with giving you lots of recipes to craft from as well which is good like it doesn't give you all of them at once it just kind of gives you them pretty consistently and then just as you were you were saying the customization makes such a huge difference as well so you can make things look how you want it to look rather than having that one thing that is shaped how you want the completely wrong color and it just always stood out in your home otherwise you know like being able to customize things especially with the custom designs like the, the prints makes things really stand out and make things very unique and customizable to each person yeah exactly it definitely feels like you can actually make a house or like a islands that you yeah. like you can have really decent consistent themes and sort of if you are that way inclined you can definitely have something that sort of looks like it's not a hodgepodge of random stuff uh, which i think used to be kind of tricky i remember like things like on the on the older ones where you could do you remember like was it the 3ds one or maybe or that where you could you could put like artwork down on the ground and so some people would use that to and you can do that in in, Hori- in new horizons as well but like you would use that to kind of like make a sort of path or something like that on the mm. grounds but it never really worked that well like it always felt like it felt like a lot of animal crossing was like if you really wanted to go crazy with customization you had to use like little tricks and get yes, creative yeah. with the with the limited tools available to you and it feels like the tools available to you are a lot less limited now oh for sure there's so much more you can do built into the game exactly you know, everything sort of has like a built-in functionality to it now which is fantastic like the phone for example means that you can keep track of so many things so much easier now like mm. having keeping track of what what the map just a map on its own is really handy yeah uh you know having access to the diy menu is great having the nook mile side of things where it it tracks all the different things you've done feels really rewarding too so you mm. know like where you've come from and what you've been accomplishing and what you're working towards you know having the, the critopedia i think it's called is is nice as well so you know what you've collected and what you haven't although one thing i would like to see them add is the ability to see whether or not you've already donated something to the museum you can that. see if you've donated fish or but oh, can you? Because they have a little owl icon when you hover over them. Oh, but, do they? I but what is weirdly that. missing is fossils. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know if you've already get, donated a fossil, so you, you have to go there in the first place there and get it checked. There is some classic and... Nintendo Japanese style missing things that are really obvious to everyone yeah. else, but you've just like chosen not to. You seem to have made a choice not to include them. One is that you can't track which fossils you've donated. The other one is that you can't donate fossils to other people's museums. Even though there's a donated by Gelada or donated by Seferin, you can't go to someone else's museum and donate something. That's really weird, yeah. And I guess like, people on the same why? island can donate to that museum yeah, then, but yeah, not... I guess yeah. that's it. It's, it is, yeah, you, you're right. But if people I go to your island, island with a fossil from mine, I can't yeah. give it to your museum, yeah. And so you can, but you can drop fossils, so you can give me a fossil, but you can't give me bugs or fish. So there's so no weird. way of sharing bugs or fish with someone, but there is a way of sharing fossils, but yeah, you also can't strange. donate them yourself. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. But although and, this is the yeah. first game where that could potentially be addressed with patches. Like maybe yeah. that is like quality of life patches will be go into the game slowly over time and, and kind of increase just usability. Yeah, because they've said that they're going to do like 
post-release updates quizzes and, and tests and, and, and yeah yeah and that's going to be you know that will be like events you know, like, mm, that, like yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. the Easter one coming up and stuff like that. And that's a great way of getting around people changing their clock to get to the events early because you can release them as downloadable content rather than as rather than just having to make them all available at once. Yes, which I think uh, is fantastic. I think we touched on that briefly on the direct episode we did. But having it all be locked behind up server updates is much, much better. So that's good. And it means they can change it year on year as well. So you don't, yeah. you know, they can do different things for the same holidays. I am interested and I would like to see them do actual like expansions or proper like dlc or proper proper updates you know like you say nintendo don't really do like quality of life updates perfect example we were talking about cross save right the witcher 3 on switch gaining the ability to upload and download saves from gog like Mm, that mm. kind of like quality of life thing like outside of the game it's not really nintendo's thing that much to do like i'm trying to think like like if you think about what dlc do you get for like breath of the wild or super yeah. mario odyssey or something it's like you don't tend they don't tend to do like oh we've improved this thing that everyone yeah, they just says add is the annoying. content and that's it yeah yeah so i'm not I, i'm definitely not holding my breath for like you know you can now track which fossils you've donated yeah um you know you don't see it's like the operating system style updates you know like it's like new features and stuff like that you tend to it tends to be content based one of the other little quality of life features i would like to add is to see the durability of my tools too oh yeah because yeah, yeah. like i end up always carrying around an extra set of all my tools just in case like i end up the one of them breaks at a time i kind of yeah. like don't have the time to go back and get another one yeah so I, but i don't know like i've got a shovel that i've used for quite a while but i don't know if it's going to break on the next hit or not like yeah. i don't want to stand there just breaking it on purpose just so that i can get rid of the stupid thing either. yeah but you again know? it's kind of like it's like all the things we're talking about the quality of life changes it's like if you added too many of them, then it feels like some of the charm might go away. Possibly too, yeah. part of the charm is like it being a little bit quirky and weird. It's less and, gamey, and slow, it's right? more, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, for sure. But that's just us kind of looking at it from a very gamer-specific mm. point of view, you know. But from an enjoyment point of view, then it, it's definitely up there. Like, we've been enjoying some of the multiplayer already. We've, we've kind of mm. checked out each other's islands and everything. It works pretty well. Like, the interactivity works decently well uh, they're using the same app that they use for some of the other things like splatoon 2 for example mm. um to integrate with it which you can use then to do like voice chats with your best friends um over the app and you can use it to like track what people are online and what they're at what islands they're on and that kind of thing so it's fairly seamless to connect to people as well uh, they've managed to remove quite a lot of the faff of it thankfully but it's still not perfect mm. Like the the one thing that I must say is really frustrating, and I guess if you're going to do it anyway, you just use like I don't know Discord or Facebook Messenger or something. But the chat keyboard is so so limited to your character allowance. Like I think you're allowed to have like thirty characters, not even that. Mm. Like it's such a small little little message you can say at once. And I don't know. I was trying to chat with Tony the other day when when she hopped over to my island. I was like, let's just use Facebook Messenger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like and it's just like. Ugh it's just nintendo all over isn't it, it really well is. they've you know because they've separated it right with the the mobile app for voice chats yeah. which is i always feel like is some sneaky nintendo way around some kind of age 
licensing yeah, thing, probably right? Is, yeah. It's like you make it a separate app so that you don't have to have a higher rating because voice of chat online, means people yeah. could say stuff and it changes the the rating of your games. I'm sure that that's that it feels like it. It's like why else would you why else would you like take Separate it out? It, of yeah. The, yeah. But um but yeah, it's the the communication is is typically Nintendo bad. I think it's nice that you can very easily send letters to your friends and they yes. just kind of arrive, which is really nice. Like that's that feels like I don't know, even though it sounds super simple, it's like, that's that's like the perfect Animal Crossing. Like, Animal Crossing has always had the ability to write letters, right? But you often had to... I don't even know what you did in New Leaf, but, like, it was like you would have to, like, go and, like, post it at someone's yeah. island or something. Like, you couldn't just, just, like... Yeah, then they have it. to be online to be able to, you to do that. Yeah. You have to accept each other's requests to do things. And it was yeah. just a bit... Very just slow yeah. and lots of hoops to jump through but yeah I must say like sending messages to other friends online is fairly simple even if they're offline now um, yeah. it's pretty straightforward exactly and you can like send if you're best friends you can send messages to pe- to them like you can see if they're online not only yeah. in the Switch obviously but also in Animal Crossing which is cool and yeah it is easy to just like open your gate and people can come along I mean they had that in New Leaf as well to some extent like it was reasonably easy but with the fact that more people have a switch now it's slightly you still have friend codes obviously but you know you have got like facebook sync and twitter yes, sync it which does make helps. it much simpler yeah you know, there is a bit more streamlined so and I you get friend requests right it's not like you have to both mutually add each other and then you yeah. magically are friends like you yeah, do yeah. have the ability to send someone a friend request can i be your friend yeah simple as that it's so much simpler so friend codes aside it's as simple as it can be for an Nintendo, you know for nintendo i think but that's the online multiplayer but the local multiplayer is also something I want to touch on too. Mm. I don't know if you've really had a chance to play with it much because I know both you and Tony have your own individual copies and your yeah, own individual islands. Yeah, we haven't islands. given it a go, but I know that it's been getting some negativity about, yeah, so Laura, about it. Laura's been jumping in on my island. So I created the game. I It's like, quote unquote, my island, so to speak. I'm the island representative. But as a result of it, what she found, even just in the very few times she's played so far, is that there's not a lot left for her to do. Yeah. So I'm having to like consciously leave stuff to do in the town so that she can do stuff. Like I don't necessarily just mean like picking the fruits because I know that like, you know, I, that's not that bad big a deal, but it's also things like don't dig up the fossils because otherwise she's never going to get a chance to donate fossils or, right. you know, don't pull all the weeds up because otherwise she'll never be able to get the achievements of pulling up the weeds and all that kind of stuff, you know? And there's also so many other sort of parts of the gameplay features, like, for example, the building of the houses, like placing houses for residents and building them up or doing things like that, which are only available to the main player. So she's just sort of like there, really. Doesn't yeah. seem to have all that much of an impact on the game itself. And I, I can see why it's difficult, because you've got to try and build the game to be really fun without making it so that it's either too cumbersome or you know not there's not enough going on where everyone can do the same amount but if you're gonna have local multiplayer maybe just have it so that you can choose to have your own island on the same switch it can't be that hard right like the save data can't be that high and or you could just choose to have do what you've done you can have that as an option or just have your own separate island that you could almost have like connection like twin together or something like that you know partnered together i guess 
yeah i mean it's hard not to like see the possible like nintendo wants you to buy more switches so like let's get more switches into the house by you know having that i can see their thinking behind it like essentially like you've got one main main player and then like like smaller kind of players if anything animal crossing has always been a little bit like that if you think about like you could have multiple people on the same in the same village you'd have like the kid who plays the game and then like the parents might be able to jump in every so often sort of thing and that's kind of the gamecube one right you could have four people on a town in a village at the same time not like literally playing at the same time no but but you could they could all share the the town area it was like the only multiplayer that you had um you could you could like can you like connect you could like use two two memory cards right and like visit other people's island by like plugging their island in feel like something like that I'm sure you could anyway but like so it's not surprising that they've kind of like kept with that theme and I guess with more online stuff is it like they don't want people to make just like multiple profiles on the switch Hmm, maybe so that you can have like and just keep resetting and have loads of islands and then you've got Uh, maybe and then that sort of ruins the balance of it maybe so you limit it by making sure that people have more than one switch or are we giving nintendo too much credit here for their online multiplayer capability yeah yeah Uh, i don't know like it's not a deal breaker i just have to be aware of it and make sure that like if laura wants to play or we want to play together that we have to basically share the tasks of the day you know and maybe just do things together which is not a bad thing necessarily but yeah it's just it's just a small gripe that i think could have been addressed better yeah i agree i think it's it's very typical what i would expect i'm I w- i'm surprised if anyone thought that it was going to be more than it is yeah for sure that makes sense uh only of the few things i just wanted to touch on quickly were i don't know and we definitely mentioned this one in the direct episode too how beautiful the game is like mm. it's absolutely gorgeous like the lighting the color the character models everything looks fantastic and like you mentioned it very briefly earlier that with rose tinted glasses you think all the animal crossing games look like this but really when you do put them side by side <laughs> this looks fantastic yeah definitely it's so pretty and the water effects all look really lovely and charming like the light oh just everything the game all is genuinely wonderful and the weather effects look great too like all the different varying weathers that i've had to had so far look really really strong so I, yes, I, I think the game uh, looks beautiful. If you're listening to this right now, go and uh, go and Google Wild Worlds, uh, like yeah. Wild Worlds screenshots. Like and, the style is the yeah. same, hundred yes. percent. Like the art style is almost identical, but the difference in pure graphic capability is is really stark. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious how bad. In fact, it's funny because you Google Wild World and then you're actually getting screenshots of the 3DS one because like, oh, right. it, like people aren't like, then you actually find a Wild World one and you're like, oh my God, that is, that is so bad. Because yeah. it had the two screens, right? So you had the sky all the time in the top one. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, it does look really, really good. So. I do wish there was a fully 3D camera on the overworld. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be really frustrating to see behind things. And there's quite a lot of big stuff now. And yeah, it feels like some like... of the buildings are quite sizable. And yeah. it feels like you have to build stuff away from them just so you can see it. Like, yeah. like when I was spreading out some of the residents' houses, for example, when I started building them, I had to put them quite far away from one another just so that they wouldn't be obscured by each other. Yeah. So, Agreed. I don't know. I don't... I guess the only reason there isn't a 3D camera because there is one built into the game because you can use it within your own house and in like certain shops and stuff like that. But I guess it's because the design of the game is designed around the camera always facing that one direction. Yeah. 
so the island is designed that way as well so like it starts out low and kind of goes up high and then the back end of the island you can never kind of see the other side of it sort of thing so it's designed with that in mind but maybe even if you could only do it like stood still i don't know like it just feels like in the camera mode yeah exactly and it just feels like there could have just been a 3d camera yeah definitely but yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it i'm excited to see sort of all the things that unfolds like i'm not sort of reading up too much on on the new stuff that you get so i'm excited to see yeah 100 it's more enjoyable yeah definitely um so yeah so i'm really i'm definitely really enjoying it um i'm excited to see i i really hope that nintendo sort of support it heavily in the same way that they are with things like pokemon and to some extent something like breath of the wild um with sort of dlc and stuff like that i really want to see them make animal crossing they have a chance here to make Animal Crossing the most living Animal Crossing game. Yeah. Um, because they now have the ability to do that where they just didn't before. Uh, so I'm excited to see if they actually do that. I, I hope so. I hope that they do. Well, that was our first week impression of playing the game. Uh, both of us are obviously very positive about it. But what are your thoughts if you've been playing Animal Crossing? Mm. Uh, have you found all the same stuff? Is there something that we didn't mention? Like, do let us know uh, what your thoughts on the game are so far. Maybe you've got some suggestions about what you think they should put in as DLC and, and mm. updates within the game in future. Yeah. Um, you know, let us know what your thoughts are on uh, on the old Animal Crossing New Horizons expansions. Absolutely. Um, you can get in touch with us via email, show at octal.fm, or via Twitter, at octal.fm on Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash octal.fm, Instagram, octal.fm. Uh, and don't forget, if you're listening to this through an app of some kind, then mm. be sure to subscribe, give us a like or a star or whatever it is. It helps a lot, a review, even if you have time. But if not, a little thumbs up is always very appreciated. It helps a lot. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was a lot of fun. And I'm now going to probably go and play some Animal Crossing. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, until the next episode of Octal FM, I've been Sephron. And I've been Gelada. And catch us again for another episode very soon.